This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA, with 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This is part one of our two-part podcast with Joanne George, owner of Smiley the Blind Therapy Dog and Pal. Welcome to Animals Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McKenzie, and uh, I'm so happy to be joined this week by some special guests. My friend Joanne George is here. How are you doing, Joanne? Hi, thanks for having me here. Nice to have you here on Animals Voice. Uh, and with Joanne are Smiley and Pal. Smiley and Pal, who are internet <laughs> sensations. And, and this is so exciting to have you here and talk about this work. Uh, so thank you for being here today. Oh, great. So I want to dive right in. I've got Pal just chewing on, on a treat in my hand. <laughs> and at some point, that's going to become my thumb. And I can't wait for that. How did this all begin for you? Like, let's, I guess we start with Smiley. Yeah. So how did your journey with Smiley begin? I've had Smiley for uh, about 13 years now. I was uh, working as a veterinary technician at a hospital. And uh, we heard about him. He was, he was born in a puppy mill in Ontario here. And he was still there at about age two. And he needed to get out of there. So we had gone in there as veterinary technicians and veterinarians to, you know, treat some of the dogs. And Smiley came home with me. Nice. (laughs) And then your life changed forever. Absolutely. And, you know, people see him as he is now. And, you know, he's absolutely a perfect dog, you know, well-mannered. And he does so much for people. And he's a therapy dog. But, you know, when we first got him... He had, you know, his issues. He had, you know, really never been out of that puppy mill. He wasn't house trained. He was very destructive. He was stressed. He was scared, you know, so we had to put, we put the work in. And actually, I truly didn't intend on keeping him. I was just going, I got him out of there just to find him a home. Yeah, foster and take yeah, care of him. Yeah, yeah, you know, get him ready for a home. Um, but back then, there was no social media. And we didn't get to see all these wonderful dogs out there that were born with disabilities and, you know. And uh, when it came time to finding him a home, nobody would take him. Oh, he even went out on a, a trial for a couple of weeks and he was brought back. No. You know, everybody thought it would be too difficult to have a blind dog. You know, they would go to the cottage. They would say, I want to, we go to the cottage. We couldn't have a blind dog. Oh, mm. we like hiking in the trails. Oh, we couldn't have a blind dog. We, we want to have kids. We couldn't have a blind dog. And so he ended up just staying because truly I couldn't get him adopted and that's why even more so I really put him out there showing people that it doesn't matter if they're blind or not. You know, they make such wonderful pets. So You mentioned social media <laughs> and that back then there wasn't a, a lot yeah. of social media yet. Did you have any idea when you started posting on social media? No, not uh, a, What was going to happen? <laughs> no, no. And I had friends, you know, I would just post, you know, my dog on my uh Facebook account mm-hmm. and people kept saying friends saying oh you should get Smiley's own Facebook page and I just remember going <laughs> I am not going to be one of those people that have a Facebook page for my dog right you know so I, I wouldn't do it and wouldn't do it and then you know when Smiley and that was probably maybe three years ago went viral those first you know pictures just went viral and all the news companies and for, for our for our <laughs> listeners or our viewers who aren't familiar yet with mm-hmm. Smiley. Can you clarify, when you say he went viral, uh, talk a little bit about exactly what happened back then. Well, because, like, you have over 100,000 followers on Instagram, don't yes. you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Yeah, 116,000. And on Facebook, I think it's about 45,000. But anyway, some pictures were shared, and it just, you know, how does anything go viral? I don't know. You know what I mean? But 
his story all of a sudden went viral and literally every day my phone was just ringing from somewhere in the states and you know he was this blind dog now a therapy dog helping others and and truly you know his pictures just made people smile and then even more so perfect his name was smiley because yeah, he looks out. like he's smiling at all times and uh, so uh this is the kind of thing you want to see go viral of i course. really believe you know what yeah. He didn't go viral because I put funny hats on him or dress him up in funny costumes or train him to do, you know, crazy tricks. You know, yes, he went no. viral because of, you know, making f people feel good. Yeah. And, you know, that that inspiring part of his story, you know, of being in a puppy mill and now he's this. And look what he does for everybody. So I love that. And I'm proud that this kind of thing went viral. You know what I mean? If there's a lot of things that go viral that a lot of people don't <laughs> to go viral. So this we're very proud of. I know Pal. Pal is also weighing in on the interview <laughs> right says, now. Hey, what about me? Um, so it's, you know, you're talking about things going viral that you want to go viral and, and uh, the fame that suddenly popped mm -hmm. up with, with Smiley. I, I want to go backwards though a little bit. Tell me about how, like, what was that process of Smiley becoming a therapy dog with St. John Ambulance? So that was about uh seven years ago and you know I would be taking him just for walks around you know Stouffville and uh, you know people would stop and meet him and you know want to hear a bit of his story so I'd give them the very shortened version and you could see they were just you know they'd be down on their knees and you know you know with a tear in their eye and so moved by him and seeing how happy he is and how you know that he could handle all this that was given to him. And, you know, he's super, super cute, so that helps. But, you know, I saw how he helped people just out on the street or when we would go to see my grandma at the nursing home and, you know, how long it would take us to get there because so many people wanted to see him. And, you know, he was just so gentle and so perfect. I just thought, wow, I, I need to share, be able to share him with as many people as I can. Yeah. And so I thought, wow, he would make one of these perfect therapy dogs that I'd heard of. And so I went... Uh, searching about therapy dogs and obviously found St. John Ambulance. And uh, we right away got right into that. We went for the orientation. First, that's just with me, just to really hear about the program. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he went for his evaluation and uh, obviously passed with flying colors. With flying and, colors, yeah, yes. So. You've helped so many people. I know for me, here's, here's what my introduction mm -hmm. to you mm -hmm. was. My daughters are avid readers and we yeah. went into the library in Stouffville. And uh, there, was a, there was a sign, a poster there that said that you could register to read to Smiley, the mm -hmm. blind therapy dog. And my daughters were like, oh, daddy, daddy. <laughs> I'm like, of course, of course, yes. So we signed up and I mentioned it to someone here at the office and they all looked at me like I was crazy that I hadn't heard of Smiley. <laughs> this is going back at like a year and a half uh, or, or so now. And uh, so I started to look you guys up on, on the internet. And it was like, oh, <laughs> and I live in the same town as you. I am a dope that I haven't heard about you guys. As a direct result of animals left unaltered, pet overpopulation still exists in Ontario. The staggering amount of cats and dogs far outnumber the amount of available homes. The Ontario SPCA encourages the public to spay and neuter your pets. By fixing your pet, you can make a positive impact on pet overpopulation and help Ontario's animals have the meaningful lives they deserve. To learn more about the importance of having your pet spayed or neutered, visit fixyourpet.ca. And I was just amazed 
at the places you've been. Can yeah. you share like some of, I mean, some of your adventures, New York City and, yeah, and the to... media. Tell me about some of those appearances. Uh, the first time we were contacted by the Meredith Vieira show in New York City and they had us come out there to do, and actually first they came to Stouffville and they filmed him at home and they went to the library with us and filmed what he does there as a therapy dog. And then they had us come out to New York City and uh, he flew on the plane, you know, right with us, you know, right at our feet. And uh, we were on this show. And that was that was the first real experience. Like, you know, it was just amazing. And then even afterwards, walking through New York City, for some reason, his biggest following is in New York City. Oh, yeah. When you look at the, you know, the, the insights yeah, in yeah. Instagram, New York City is the uh, biggest city that he, followers. We'd be in, in, you know, Times Square and people <laughs> were like, oh, it's, oh, my goodness. And people like recognized him. That's and, you know, in the airport, you. you know, we had a family in the at the airport come running over to us that they were that they live in Vancouver and which was great because they're Canadian. And, you know, just the night before, I think he was on, uh, I don't know, Canada AM maybe or something yeah, like yeah. that. And they had just seen him last night. And my goodness, there he is. And. And then we've been to New York City uh, two other times after that for different promotions. And we do meet and greets there for all his followers that are around there. So that's a lot of fun. And that's my son's awesome. been involved. Uh, I have a seven-year-old son that's, you know, been involved in this right from the beginning. And he's, you know, just, it's a great experience for him. We've been to Parliament Hill twice, but mm -hmm. this recent one, we got to meet uh, Prime Minister Trudeau. So that was just amazing. And my whole family went, or, you know, my husband, Darren and Shepard, we all went and that was just... Darren a... feel like he's just a passenger <laughs> at this point and, and his life has just been sucked up by all of this. Yeah. Or... Yeah. But he's, he's great about he it seems all. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm a passenger, you know, well, this is it. I'm just the one holding the leash. I was it's talk... all about smiling not I, me. <laughs> I was talking to someone recently uh, from a fundraising organization and fundraising is my main role mm -hmm. here and sometimes you're looking for that common ground mm -hmm. and I shared the story with mm -hmm. you and I didn't think the talk was going particularly well no. and he was sharing with me oh yeah <laughs> usually we give to things that help humans and you know like, he goes, but I, I do some work with St. John Ambulance. I said, oh, well, you must know Smiley. And it just, it changed the complexion <laughs> of the entire dialogue. And uh, he referred to Smiley as being the owner in the situation. Oh, yeah, exactly. And uh, you guys are the pets yeah, at yeah. home. And, just... Uh, so Smiley has opened doors for me too. And I yeah. thought, <laughs> yes, pal, we're going to get to your story too. <laughs> so what are the challenges of living with and raising blind dogs? I would say from the beginning, you know, from first getting them, is learning how dogs learn, you know, and especially how a blind dog learns. You know, I was been a dog trainer for, you know, 25 years. But, you know, my technique and my sort of theories really had to change because it was more okay. now on instincts and, you know, energy a lot. You know, he doesn't see me, but he feels me. And they're very sensitive to energy and feelings. So I really had to, you know get in check with my feelings and you know it it really taught me about patience and using very good energy we were up on stage with caesar milan several times yeah. and the first time we went on i was very nervous as it was coming time and i was you know had that shaky feeling yeah and smiley has never been nervous he's a very confident dog hi and all of a sudden i realized he start he was shaking and it was because he he was felt, picking up on your anxiety my anxiety Isn't it incredible and, yeah and then but that was the thing that made me go oh that's enough of that and i checked myself and you know got my feelings under control and took a deep breath and did it for him you know mm -hmm. so he's taught me a lot but 
just really learning how dogs learn and not just me as a trainer trying to teach him verbal commands and things like that. It's it's more, you know, you really develop an understanding of your dog and have a real bond with your dog, I feel, even more so than, a, you know, a dog with sight because, sure. you know, you're just using different things, like, like I said, your energy. But then after that, you know, Smiley is now 15 years old, so he has certainly getting to that point, you know, of even of just an old dog special needs, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, I think for me, you know what, Joanne, and I don't mean to interrupt mm-hmm. you. When we came in this room mm-hmm. before the recording, mm-hmm. and I was guiding Pal, mm-hmm. and I was watching Smiley and Pal navigate into a room they've never been yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. There are some chairs in the corner. Yeah, There's a yeah. the stand up behind us, mm-hmm. and even that struck me. Mm-hmm. It's like these are things I don't think of yeah, with yeah. my dogs, yeah. right? So you've—that's your life. Yeah, exactly. Around your home. I will tell you when I'm with a dog that can see, I'm always like ah, thinking that he's gonna walk into you know that <laughs> off that cliff, and I'm like oh yeah, that dog can see. I'm so used to that <laughs> you're every yeah that no dog can see that this is how life is. Now you go over there. He says. Oh, hi. So oh, we're going to uh, take a little break. And when we come back, okay. we're going to get into talking about Pal's story okay. and uh, hear a little bit more about your adventures and, and all the good that you're doing. Uh, yes, Pal. Uh, we, we'll be right My back turn. on Animals Voice Podcast. Uh, we thank all of our listeners and our viewers. Please continue to share the program. We Pal's love Pal's like, listen, man, get to the break. Yeah. Uh, please continue to share the program. Oh, continue to uh, give us input on what you would like to see covered on Animal's Voice. And uh, and maybe Pal will be the new permanent co-host. We'll be right back on Animal's <laughs> Voice podcast. <laughs> this has been part one of our two-part podcast with Joanne George, owner of Smiley the Blind Therapy Dog and Pal. Stay tuned for part two where we hear Pal's incredible story and how he's adjusting to his new home in Canada. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud to be the first to hear when part two comes out. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice.